was going to talk to you today of ash and of how when I typed the word ash into my computer to see what I'd written before, the form from the cemetery for my mother's ashes came up. To whom it may concern, for approval to inter cremated human remains, details of the deceased, title given, name, surname, sex, male, female, date of birth, last name, permanent address, suburb, town, states, religion, if any, please note this field is optional, details of internment, name of cemetery, type of place of internment, e.g. niche, wall, garden, grave, occasion in cemetery of the place of internment, e.g. plot, number, road, term of right of internment for the place of internment, tick box perpetual or 25 years, provide the date of the right of the internment was granted to reopen to reopen the grave. In this darkness, there is no darkness with you, O oh God. The deepest night is clear as the day. Deep, deep, deep ash, ashes. We are but dust and ashes, and yet, and yet, and yet. As the Black Mother said so many years ago at the Truth Commission in South Africa to the white policeman, please, please, just tell me where my son is buried. And if not his body, then his bones. And if not his bones, then his ashes. He may be ashes, but he is loved ashes. We are but dust and ashes, and yet. Ash, the powdery remains of fire from the Gothic Azo. Ashes from pie root as to burn, to glow. Ash, an ancient symbol of grief or repentance. Ashes meaning the mortal remains of a person, ashes meaning finey, finely, pulverised lava thrown from a volcano. That sounds like a good description of grief. Yeah, I have been finely pulverised and thrown from a volcano. I was going to talk to you today about ashes, but then New Zealand... 50 people, they may be ashes, but they are loved ashes. And on the same day that thousands upon thousands of children took to the streets filled with courage and love and passion, all that shining hope. And then New Zealand. Traditionally, observance of Ash Wednesday marked the beginning of a time of repentance and journeying with Jesus in his wilderness towards the cross. And traditionally, atonement theology taught us in a nutshell that Jesus' death was necessary in some tangible cosmic way, as a sacrifice for the sins of humanity, and that this sacrifice and this sacrifice alone is the selfic work of Jesus, and the moment that Jesus' earthly ministry is complete. So, that's tradition. But, if we stand in the space of the progressive rather than the traditional, we can experience the observance of ash instead as a waking up to the cost of confronting the shadow be that in ourselves or in the world, and the coming to terms with how very pitifully mortal we all are. And we can then experience Lent as a time in which we can do the work of letting go, letting go of those things which are not life-giving for us or for the world, letting go perhaps to a behaviour that has become destructive or dysfunctional, perhaps to a relationship that has ended or gone bad, letting go perhaps 
to an unresolved grief or to a stage in our life that it is time to leave, letting go perhaps to our self-preoccupation, our self-obsession, our self-self-selfies, our self-critique, or letting go perhaps even to a deadness in our lives which stops us in our tracks and throws us to the ground and seduces us with sleep and with the disconnect of despair. Or letting go, maybe. Letting go, perhaps, to our self-preoccupation, our self-obsession, our self-critique, our self-self-selfie of letting go, perhaps even to a deadness in our lives that stops us in our tracks and throws us to the ground and seduces us with sleep and with the disconnect of despair. Or letting go, maybe even for some, to the racist white supremacist ideology which devours the heart and destroys all love. Let it go. Oh, broken, pumped up men and grim-mouthed women, let it go, let it go. Lent can be about leaving the land of the Death Eaters so that we, like our cosmic Christ in the Easter story, can surge forth from below. In the reading today, Jesus weeps over Jerusalem. He weeps over a city who has been colonised and corrupted and broken. On this day, we, with all our Muslim sisters and brothers, we weep over Christ's church. Oh, Christ's church. Would that I could gather you to me and hold you as a mother hen holds her chicks. Jesus weeps. And then he gets back to work. This work of healing and holding and lifting up takes a courage that emerges from a galvanised spirit held in the body of a man, a man who has seen what the powers are doing, doing to the vulnerable of his world, and he then decides to stand up. So who or what is the Jerusalem of our day, the day in which we live? To whom or to what do we need to turn our galvanised spirits well, climate change denying and self-serving politicians, obviously. And the darkness, the darkness embodied this week in the young Australian man who live streams his murderous path and becomes a symbol of all the hatred against which we will and we must stand.